Hi. Hi. Can I follow you for a little um, report? To sure, yeah. Just to hear you. Tell me your name. Um, do you, I'm going to speak in Spanish. That's great. I'm Margo. Margo. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. I'm Umbreen. Umbreen? Umbreen. Umbreen, okay. I'm a reporter with um, Inspired. It's a production of Interfaith Voices. Okay, We're sure. just looking at um, this effort to try to decrease vaccine hesitancy. Yes. And you speak Spanish, so yes. if you don't mind, I'd like to just follow you a yeah, little bit. Yeah, sure. Okay, great. Okay. And I'm curious, is this your first time doing this? Yes. Are you excited? Yeah. <laughs> Are you anticipating any resistance? I mean, I'm just going to chat with people, so no. I mean, if they don't want to do it, fine, but at least they know. And what if people don't have cell phones or emails? Well, that's why I'm here is because I have a tablet. I can sign them up right now. They would need a, if they don't have a cell phone, they at least need a contact person like a son or a daughter or a neighbor. That Somebody who could can be called. Yeah, yeah. And how did you find out about this volunteering opportunity? Um, I searched online, so. And yeah. is this the first time volunteering like this? Um, for COVID, yeah. yeah. I mean, I volunteer for elections, for other things, but not not for COVID. And so. what, what made you feel like this is the time to do oh, I mean, I just want to do something, you know? I mean, I know I'm not supposed to travel and um, I'm not supposed to, like, do other things, but I want to help, you know? So and I'm not a doctor, so I speak Spanish. I can do that. <laughs> With her tablet cradled in her left arm, Margo begins to approach people in line, asking if they've gotten the COVID-19 vaccine. Every Tuesday around 11 a.m., men and women of all ages begin forming a line here on the sidewalk that wraps around Hughes United Methodist Church in Wheaton, Maryland. It's about 10 miles due north of the White House. The crowd here is pretty diverse. There are a mix of ethnicities, ages, and I can hear lots of dialects of Spanish, Amharic, and Vietnamese. But this crowd is overwhelmingly Latino. And as people patiently wait for the food distribution to start, Margot begins to approach them. Do you uh, speak English or Spanish? Huh? You speak English or Spanish? Both. I speak English. Okay. I am just um, asking if people want to sign up for a vaccine. I don't know if you received one. At first, several say they have an appointment or have already been vaccinated, and Margot cheers them on. As she talks to people, many turn to listen. In a few minutes, a woman accepts her offer to help navigate the online portal. You can hear Margot's excitement as she begins translating the checklist of questions on the online pre-registration form. Even with the mask on, you can hear her smiling, and people are talking and engaging with her, asking questions. Margo is volunteering with the Montgomery County Department of Public Health. She, along with nine others, have been invited by the local church to assist with pre-registering community residents as they wait for the food distribution. As Margo continues to register folks, I head back to the parking lot where volunteers are now filling grocery bags with fresh eggs, loaves of bread, milk and produce, and they're trying to make it easier to quickly load the many cars that are waiting. Already I see a line that extends six blocks back into the local neighborhood. What's your name? Julieta. Julieta? Mm-hmm. My name's Umbreen. Saying again? Umbreen. Umbreen. Nice to meet you. And how many times do you volunteer? Do you come every week? Ooh, yeah. So actually I started last year around the October or November. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Seems like a lot of people are coming. Yes, a lot of people coming. Too many people. They need food and supply like email or... Although Julieta is not a member of the church, she does enjoy helping the community. In fact, when her kids were young, she volunteered at a nearby elementary school. Today, she hopes to get her family members' vaccine appointments. You just came to help. Oh, that's nice. Have you been vaccinated? Yes, yes. I do. You get the vaccine. Mm-hmm. So have you seen, are, are you hoping more people will get vaccinated today or make the appointment? Yeah, I want to make an appointment for my husband and my sister. Oh, I think it's, have they been vaccinated yet? Not yet. Right now, she's the only one in her home who's been vaccinated. And do, you, do they want to get vaccinated? Yes. That's great. I'm a reporter for a radio show. I'm, we're talking about why people, a lot, particularly Latinos, are mm-hmm. not getting vaccinated. They're, why? I'm trying to understand why. Have you heard from friends why they might not want to get it? Yeah, some people are scared because think they're going to happen something wrong, like think uh, uh, or put arrows and think that people saying on the internet or things like that. But I, I can believe in that. I believe in the science, yeah. So. You believe in the science? Yeah. Uh, well, I thank you for talking to me and thank you for volunteering. I can tell that there's a real need here in Montgomery County. Okay, thank, thank, thank you. you. Mm-hmm. I'll let you get back to work. <laughs> when we come back, Church pastor Reverend Diana Winglero Reo explains why she invited the county public health department to come help pre register residents and how she's responding to those, as Juliet described, who remain scared, afraid, or hesitant of the vaccine. She dives into what she's hearing and what she's doing about it. Wednesday and Thursday, we deliver food to the doors. So when they open the doors, you are like eight, 10 feet away from each other. They start telling you the needs, they, they, they trust you. You can hear something that like, oh, wow, I, I can't even imagine this. We did a survey on the needs of vaccination or pre-registration and the need is huge. So that's why we decided to help the neighbors. I think faith-based relationship, community relationship is is critical in this situation. It is. We'll be right back. Stay with us. Hi, friends. I hope you're enjoying the show so far. I just want to say thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being part of our community. I don't know if you know this, but we are on the air all the way from Richmond, Virginia to Ketchikan, Alaska, and in so many places in between. We're a national show, and we are a small and mighty team committed to bringing you stories and sounds from around the world that convey not only the diversity and the pluralism of our country, but the beliefs that are shaping our world, our politics, our culture, and the ideas that sustain us and inspire us to think about where we are going. And that brings me to this question. If you value us, if you enjoy listening and appreciate what you're hearing, I want to ask you to take a moment to consider becoming a sustaining member of Interfaith Voices or make a one-time donation at interfaithradio.networkforgood.com. That's interfaithradio.networkforgood.com. Thank you, and let's get back to the show. Thank you. 